She Sheds Real Light with Crystal Fry and Susan Price. And today's episode is God's Thoughts, Our Thoughts. Girl, this whole Zoom not being able to like really see each other is just totally on another level. Um, For me, it's so crazy because it's like one of those things where I'm totally that extroverted person, and so connecting with someone through, like, a video is just totally not the same as being able to, like, put my hands on them and hug them and love on them. I don't know about you. Are you the same way? Same exact way. Yeah. I'd I'd much rather be doing this in person for sure. Just, it's just different. There's just something about being together that makes it so much better. I mean, it really is. It makes you really appreciate, like, that time to be with people and connect like face to face versus like I think we saw somebody today and I was like waving to him throughout the wind like <laughs> like waving to him you know like oh, I can't see you I can't hug you oh I know that's so hard so God's thoughts are thoughts I can't help but to honestly think about how there's been times in my life that I have been called like pessimistic and there's also been times in my life that people have said you're very optimistic um is there something that either one of those that really relate to you more or do you think more about yourself when it comes to pessimistic or optimistic I've never really put any thought into that nor have I had anybody say I don't really think I've had anybody say either one about me really Uh, I not that I can remember I'm trying to think. Look, I'm over here looking up the definitions real quick. So, okay. So, <laughs> pessim- <laughs> pessimistic is seeing the worst and believing that that will happen. And then optimistic is like hopeful and confident about the future. So, okay. I think that there's times where we can both be, we can be both. Like, we can be pessimistic because we see like the worst in the situation. Like, especially now like you see the worst you think the worst is going to happen there's a lot of people that are like this is you know horrible and all this other stuff because it is like there's you know obviously we don't know a lot about it but um there's also so much optimism that you can find like being hopeful and like what's going to come out of this and 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 the good that's going to come from it even though we might not see it right now you know and so i feel like those are both places that we could be in at this time yeah. Um, and that's really kind of like God's thoughts and our thoughts. Like what, what are we thinking? How are we reacting? How are we responding? Mm-hmm. I would say definitely we are a little bit of both for sure, depending on our situations and what we're facing. But I will say, you know, old me, past me, worrier me, you know, back in that day, I would say that I was more, how do you say that word? Pessimistic. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds so weird. And now I've, I've kind of had to train myself to be more optimistic and not think the worst of things because that was one thing I struggled with when people would say, even in interviews that for jobs, people would, you know, they interview, they're like, tell me what's one weakness. The first thing that would always come to mind is I can be a very negative person. Like I can think the worst of everything. So that was something that I always struggled with. Whereas now I've kind of trained myself to not be that way, which not to say that it doesn't creep in because obviously we do face that and. I do have times that I struggle still, but which I think is nor- is normal. But um, but I really do try so hard now to be more optimistic and be like, okay, so 
we're in this situation right now. It really stinks, but let's see the brighter side of things. You know what I mean? Like, and we right. can't always see that clear vision um, of everything. It, we get caught up in the disappointments and the negativity of it at times, but I do really try hard not to be that person anymore because I it, think it plays a huge, huge role in your, like your mental health and your mind. It plays games with you. And so I think we have to be very cautious of it. Well, that's what I was going to kind of say is the way that we think really affects us. Like, I mean, it can go kind of either way if we're thinking positive and, and we, and we have those kind of blinders on from the distractions of everything else. And we're, and we're looking at, um, the promises of God and knowing that like, these are the things that, um, he has promised for us and it's promised for everyone else that are believers. And, and, and the good is kind of like, okay, our attitudes, our posture, everything feels on point, but it's so easy to like take those, those kind of blinders off and you're really just everywhere and it totally affects like you said your mental health your attitude the way you respond the way you react like I mean it can totally be so um just I think in like a heart full of gratitude like it could totally be the opposite of that is where you just cannot find anything um positive or happy to really like look to um and it really affects you in such a negative way yeah, it does. And I, I've, I've shared before that, that, you know, I've dealt with depression for a very long time, probably stemming back to high school, could have been sooner, but definitely recognized in high school. And for me, um, I think I'd even shared with you, I think it was last week or the week before, I was just really, really struggling with some things. And I remember kind of just like a pity party, having a pity party for myself and just wallowing in it. But I had to stop, like stop myself. I had to be like, okay, you got to get it together. Because I know for myself, already dealing with depression, if I allow those things to bother me more than what they really should and I dwell on them, that it really does affect my mind. And I will go into this hole of depression that I can't seem to get out of. Um, And so, you know, recently that happened and I had to finally pull myself out and I'd be like, God, I need your help right now because I am struggling and I am pretty deep. Like I need to be pulled out of this hole because it's not a safe or healthy place for me to be in. And so... I know that right now it's probably people are dealing with depression that have never dealt with it before because this is new and this is different. And especially for the people who are, you know, go getters and they like to be um, the extrovert and, you know, they're out there and they're doing their thing. Um, This is definitely like a, what is it? A culture shock for them. I know for me myself, you know, I've never really dealt with, depression, I would say. I mean, there's been seasons in my life where, um, and you know, maybe it's just the view of how I saw it, but there has been seasons in my life where I have just mentally been just exhausted, you know, like every avenue and I'm just, I'm just depleted completely and, and, and I just need rest. And a lot of times when that happens with me, I isolate myself really, really deep. And I just kind of am like, okay, this is it. You know, I'm just going to kind of seclude myself. And then I start playing those mind tricks. We're like, oh, it's better if I seclude myself. Nobody really. So, I mean, but for me being here and having to kind of like forcibly isolate myself, I do know that it's not good on my mind because I do enjoy the joy and the people and all that kind of stuff. And so I wouldn't say it's been really like a depression, but it also has taken a toll on just me and like 
my regular like mental state and it has made me need to be like in the word more and made me have to realize like, okay, this isn't healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is what I need to do to kind of like pick myself back up because honestly in those pits and we can get stuck in those pits, whether or not it be with depression or worry or fear or, or anxiety, whatever it is, we can get really stuck in those pits. And the longer we're stuck, it feels like the harder it is to dig our way out of it. And I think um, realizing it fast and kind of having that fast perspe perspective shift, mm -hmm. um, it's not as easy for everyone to do that, you know? And so I think um, this is really a time that we're seeing, like you said, a lot of people get in these states of like depression or um, just stuff that they've never really even had to face before, or they might not even know how to face. And mm -hmm. I think that is really kind of what I really want to talk about. And I think we should talk about is like, how do you face these things when you haven't ever faced them before? Like, how do you put God's thoughts over our own thoughts? Mm -hmm. And, and what does it look like to do that before you do get so far in that pit? And then what if you're in that pit and you feel like you're really far in that pit and you're ready to dig yourself out of it? Like, how do I begin to dig myself out? Because I'm ready to get out, you know? Yeah. This is definitely with, with all of this, this is opportunity, I think, for God to show us that we actually really do need him every single day, Amen. more than what we even realize. And so I think this is a, a lesson for a lot of us, or probably all of us, to just like show us, like, we are not dependent on ourselves. We are dependent on God and God alone. And we have to depend on him. We have to go to him. We have to trust and rely on him because when we don't, you know, we're not capable of fighting these battles on our own. We have to have him to get through them. And I know for me, like, yeah, I know that. I know that. And I know that I've known that for probably my whole life and more so in the past few years. But sometimes it takes certain situations like what we're in right now to really allow him the opportunity to show us, you need me. You need yeah. every single day. You need this time in prayer. You need this time in scripture. You need this time applying the, my word to your life. Um, you need me in your home with your family. You know, you need me when you're in your closet struggling and you're in tears because you don't feel like you can go on another day because this is so stressful because this is not the normal, you know, and I think that's something that we're all facing too. And I just, you know, I've been really praying for everyone that they can realize what they need right now is God and they need to apply, you know, his word to their lives. And now more than ever, we really do need to cling to it. Yeah. It's all about kind of like our point of view and what we are looking to. Um, I know as far as like, if you, if you kind of find yourself in a pit or if, um, you feel like you're kind of getting there, I know for myself, the faster, like I said, to get out of it. And that is like you said, you know, like drawing in closer to him, um, and figuring out, you know, sometimes even when we don't feel like it, it could be the simplest thing is saying like, God, I need you. Like, I need you right now. And that's it you know, and just, just opening up and realizing that like, Hey, I don't have this on my own. 
honestly, I don't really want to have this on my own. You know, like I think that's one of those things that I realize over and over again. Like, yes, I do not have it on my own. And Lord have mercy. I hope you know that I do not want to try and have this on my own because it is too much to handle just for me. Like little old crystal cannot handle everything that God handles. And I know that, you know, like keep me humble, Lord, like <laughs> stay, you know, but reality, you know, like, so I just think that if, if you find yourself, like I think if you find yourself in a pit, you find yourself in depression or fear or worry, or you find yourself in like a place that you just know, like, God, this is not good. Like, this is not a good place for me to be. The faster that you can realize that that's happening, the faster that you can just somehow call out to him, even if it's just a cry, even if it's just a whisper, even if it's just you falling on your knees and saying like, God, here I am. Like I have nothing else to give. This is it. You know, that is enough. Like you are like for God to see that is you saying like, Hey, I can't do this. I need you. And that's you kind of just opening up the floor to say like, Hey, you come in. You know, like I'm not going to be able to do this on my own. And I, the faster we can do that. Um, and sometimes that means over and 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 over again, you know? Um, but, um, explain to me or like kind of express or tell, um, when you have found yourself in like a deep depression before and like, it was something that it was hard for you to like come out of what helped you change that perspective? What helped you change your thoughts to God's thoughts and helped you kind of start to dig your way out of it? Um, when you were really like really stuck, you felt like. It's definitely been a learning process and I've had to teach myself. Um, because I think you go from really not knowing what to do or, or even how to feel better. Like you don't want to be there. You want to feel better. You want to be happy. You know, you want to be able to be around your family and, and not be worrying or just down. Like you have no known reason sometimes what's wrong with you. You're just sad. You're just down. Um, so I think it's been like a lesson. I've had to teach myself, you know, when I feel it coming on, you know, I have to immediately, once I start feeling it, I go ahead and start praying. You know, it's God, I, I can feel it coming on. Please, you know, please approach it, take it away, help me to be able to fight the battle because it is a battle. Um, yeah. You know, I need, I need this to go. Like, so I start prayer. I, I open the Bible and I read scripture. Um, you know, last week was a rough week. I think I've already mentioned that, but for me, I immediately went in prayer and then I just spent some time alone. Alone is a place that can be, like you said, isolation and I'm good for isolating myself too. And that's something else I've had to teach myself to get away from, but, um, which is not always a bad thing. Like we need to isolate ourselves and go to God in prayer. And so for me, I went to my closet. I just kind of sat in the, in the peace and quietness for a moment. Um, I got out my Bible and I just started reading different scriptures. Uh, I went to God in prayer. And so those are the things that I have to, to do in order to go ahead and start fighting back. Um, and that's not to say that it's immediately going to go away because it necessarily, it probably will not, you know, like it's, it's something you have to keep doing. And even though you feel in that dark place, you can't give up. You have to keep fighting. You have to have hope. And so I think that's another thing with depression. You don't have a lot of hope. Like you just feel like there's no hope to be found, no hope yeah. to have. And so that's something too is like, that's not truth. Like there is hope in Jesus and 
we can find that in scripture. And so I have to remind myself of what God's word says. And I have to remind myself of what Satan says, because obviously he wants us to be depressed. And if he can ever get us to that place where we can't come out of it, or we feel like we can't come out of it, he can begin attacking even more because we're already down. And that's something I've learned too, is when I'm down and I feel like I can't go any farther, Satan can always come in, attack and take it further and deeper than what I thought I was before. And so Really, just for me, those are my things. But also worship music and just sitting, as crazy as it sounds, I know people literally will say, why are you sitting in here with the lights off? Are you depressed? I literally will sit in a dark place, usually the closet, and I'll put worship music on and I'll just really listen. Sometimes I'll light a candle. And then I'll use that time to, to just pray while worship music is playing quietly in the background. So those are just kind of things that I prepare to fight with, fight back with. Um, but really, truly, I feel like prayer is a really, really big thing. But I will also say reaching out, like, you know, I have you and I have, you know, some other people too, but, I, you know, reaching out to somebody when you feel it come on and say, listen, I am starting to feel a little bit down or something's bothering me. Can you just take a moment and pray for me right now? Because I can't do this alone. Like we yeah. do need people rallying around us and praying for us. That doesn't mean you have to tell everybody your business. But if you just want to send out something to someone that you trust, even if it's just that one person, just say, can you please pray for me? You know, having somebody else in your corner praying for you too. you know, God hears those prayers from yourself, from other people. And so I think that that's also an important thing. Yeah. I'm so glad you said worship because that's one of the scriptures. When I first started thinking about like perspective and thinking about like our thoughts over God's thoughts and all that kind of stuff, or our God's thoughts over our thoughts, um, I couldn't help but think about um, Paul and Silas when they were in prison. And it, that's in Acts. Um, I think it's Acts 16. It's 25 here. I'm going to read it. Um, it says, About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. That's just like one scripture. And I, and I can't help but to think, like, how would my perspective be in a place like that? under the circumstances that they were there, you know, would I be worshiping and would my perspective be one of rejoicing to where it is being portrayed onto other people around us? And it, it, and that had me also just really search my own heart and say, is your perspective one where it's of happiness to where those around you are also being impacted by that same perspective like are you rejoicing even in the situation whether or not be hard um whether or not it be trying whether or not it be fearful or, or, or you're scared or whatever it may be are you rejoicing to the point where that is getting kind of like poured out onto those around you like they're seeing hey, this person might not be in a great place right now, um, but God, they're still praising and they're still going to God and they're still seeking him. And you know what? If I'm being completely honest, that is not me all the time. And mm -hmm. I don't think that that's everybody all the time. Nobody's perfect. But the reality of it is, is that is not me all the time. And honestly, identifying, hey, like this is kind of the way that it needs to happen and that you need to do things and, and, and bringing it back to the truth and bringing it back to the word and bringing it back to what God says um, and what scripture tells us uh, is just a kind of eye opening for me and a point of view for me to say, 
Like this is, this is how it should be. Like you should be praising and rejoicing even in the storms because God is good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and, and we believe that, you know, and that's where we find our joy and that's where we find our happiness. And so that's been one of those things for me, as you were talking to is really identifying like, Hey, what am I feeling? Like, mm-hmm. is this a feeling that God would want me to feel like I feel depressed? Like, is this a feeling that God would have me and want me to feel? Absolutely not. Like God doesn't want you to feel that way. Um, I feel I'm in fear, you know, of like, what's going to happen? Like maybe you've lost your job or maybe um, you're looking at a, a horrible prognosis or diagnosis from something and like you're in fear like would God want you to be fearful absolutely not now is it okay in your humanly nature to kind of feel sad or to feel fear sometimes yes we are humans those things are going to happen but what do we do in those feelings like how do we see those where where is our view on those like are we are we are we feeling them and, and staying stuck in them or are we are we feeling them and then finding God in them? Mm-hmm. You know, like what, what are we doing? And so I, I think for me, as you were talking, I just said like the first thing that came to mind is identifying, like identifying what it is that is happening with me. And then after identifying really saying like, okay, how do I praise God right here? Mm-hmm. Is it through worship? Is it through prayer? Is it through, you know, all of these things in scripture? Like, how do I find my praise? How do I find my worship in this? Mm-hmm. That's going back to that scripture. I can't, I cannot imagine sitting in prison and singing worship, like just praising God right where I was at, even though that's what we're called to do. But, but just, it's just crazy to me that they were able to do that. But think of the people who heard them and who they impacted through that. And, you know, the song that came to mind was casting crowns, I'll praise you in the storm. That's what was singing through my head when you were talking. And, um, it, I'm probably going to cry. Oh, I have a, a, Oh, I did not want to do this. <laughs> That's okay. Get it, girl. I, I have a, a friend who was diagnosed with breast cancer before she was even in her 30s. She was mm-hmm. 20s. And I remember watching her. And, like, I cried when she told me. And she just kept a smile on her face. And I remember thinking, okay, well, we all wear, like, these these masks. And she's probably scared. And, you know, which I'm sure she was. But the entire the entire time, she never... Like she prayed and she continued to pray over other people and she never gave up that hope in God. It was just like, I'm okay. I'm okay. He's going to bring me through it. And I remember just saying like, if I ever have to face anything, I want to be like her because she's praising God where she's at and she has no idea, you know, what he's going to bring out of this. And, um, granted she's, she's good. She's a remission now. She's no more cancer. You know, she's doing well. But so when you were talking about that, that's what it reminded me of is just like praising him in the storm, no matter what we're facing. And it's easier said than done, but it is definitely a perspective, a mind shift of where, you know, our mindset's at. And like you said, identifying the source, like what is the root of this issue right now? What is the root of my anxiety, my fear, my doubt, my worry, my stress? And you know, I think that that's important that we immediately, like you said, identify that because when we know what it is, then we can kind of know exactly how we need to fight back with that. We know that 
then we can go to God and say, like, of course he already knows, but we can pray more directly about what our problem is. And I think that that's important too, is going to God and being direct and just laying it out there about what you're really facing. Because when we can go to God in detailed prayer and we're yeah. speaking those things out, we are able to fight that. I, I'm so thankful that you shared that part because in reality, when we think about other people's testimonies in the way that they handle that part of their stories or their story stories, that part of their story is so impactful for us as we're walking our own walks to see like how people hold their joy and where people find their joy and where people find their hope. And, um, and it gives us such a perspective for times as these are times that we may go through and say, man, like if they could do that and they could call on and they could rely on our one true God, we can too, you know, And, and it just gives us that little bit of more of like that anchor. And I know for myself, seeing people that have also my grandmother and, um, just seeing people that have um, either battled something severe and um, seeing that they still found Christ in every situation and, and they had that hope. It just gives you such a, a view on the goodness of God. And that is what he has given all of us, not just them, you know, he's given that to each and every one of us. And, and it's something that we all have that, um, ability to tap into no matter where we are. And, um, that's just so much like if we can't find gratitude in anything, like if maybe you cannot find any kind of joy, any kind of gratitude right now in anything, like maybe your house is just disastrous and there's chaos and maybe, um, you've lost your job and maybe there is just so much going on around you. Like you have anxiety and this is just giving you even more or depression. And this is just tabbed into it even more. Like there is gratitude found that God will supply just as he has supplied in the past and that God will continue to supply no matter what. And we can find so much gratitude in just him, him alone, like what he has already done. And, Um, that just makes my heart so happy, like happy to know that there's people like that, the testimony that you just shared. And, and I think that I know who you're talking about, just, it just makes your heart so joyous to know that there is things like that, that we can look at and say, man, Mm -hmm. this is where we find our hope. This is where we find our joy. And this is how we keep pushing forward because this is the promises that he has given all of us. Yeah, definitely. And I, it also teaches me something else too is one we learn we can learn through other people's situations and what they go through but two that's why it's so important that we are cautious of how we handle things that we yeah. face in our life because people are watching like we all have influence over someone it may just be one person it may be a hundred i mean we have influence over somebody and those people are watching and when times get tough they're watching how you handle it not necessarily to judge you but because they may look up to you. And so it's so important. We're not perfect, obviously. We're not always going to be happy or cupcakes and rainbows, like my kids like to say. But we're <laughs> we're going we're gonna to mess up. But we have to be very cautious of how we handle things because people are watching and we are inspiring every second of every day. It may just be our own family at home, but people are watching us. 
and they're learning from us. And that's why it's so important that we are just thanking God through the difficult times, the good times, the hard times, the happy times. Like we should be thanking him and having that gratitude that you're speaking of all the time. And it's not easy, but we have so much to be thankful for, even if he never did another thing for us. You know, that's one of the the quotes that's always stood out to me is like, if he never did another thing for us ever again, he's already done enough just by dying on the cross for us, you know, and that's so true. Like he does, we don't deserve anything, but yet he gives us everything. And so that would be another lesson that I would say I've learned is that people are watching. So be, be very careful with how you react to things because it definitely rolls over onto them. Yeah. I was thinking about our homes, um, how our children and our attitudes and our thoughts and everything affect, you know, our homes in such a way that I don't think we even realize it in the vastness of how much it does, you know, and um, also how we respond and what we do and how we react is setting stuff up for generations to come for our own children and, and their families. Um, but also how we respond and how we react to people who are, are not believers or don't know Christ and um, in depth or even atheists, whatever it may be, like, are we responding and reacting and presenting ourselves in a way that they would seriously be like, wow, I really want that. Mm -hmm. Like, how are they keeping their joy? How are they keeping their gratitude? How are they keeping these things in such a time as this? Yes. And knowing that, that we can do that, you know, for others and that people are always constantly looking at how, you know, what our perspective is. Like, are we choosing happiness? Are we choosing that gratitude? Are we choosing um, to have God's thoughts over our own thoughts or, or, you know, what are we doing? And so I think that is just something that we all can kind of encompass and, and really learn and grow from, especially during a time as this. Mm-hmm. I feel like, too, if, if we're focusing on nothing but the bad, um, we're given the negative and the bad, the power over us, too. And so when we're focusing on the negative things and we're not focusing on the positive things, like even if we're going through a difficult time, we, like we said, we have that hope. But if we think of positive things like, you know, this is just a season, you know, this is just a learning curve. This is going to get better. I will not always be in this place. Like there is something far better than I can imagine on the other side of all this. And there's a lesson to be learned, you know, and that, that perspective and mindset is, you know, we just have to truly believe and know that this won't last forever. And so I think when we change that, that mindset for ourselves too, that we definitely are able to fight and approach situations very differently and see it from a different perspective. Because for me, like I said, I was, I was very negative at times. And so having hope was very little for me. And so now that I've, I've identified those things and really learned what can have that power, like what are you going to choose to give the power to the good things or the bad things? Like, even if you're in the bad, give the power to the good things, give it to God and really just trust him to pull you through it. If that makes sense. Yes. I think that that makes complete sense. And I, I love even like ending this completely with just saying, to choose joy, mm -hmm. but also to speak life, yeah. like speak life over yourself, over your circumstances. And how do you speak that life is, you know, um, 
that you speak it from the truth of God and, and you speak that life over where you are right now, you know, and, and knowing that um, speaking that will bring just joy to your heart. Yeah, it sure will. I know for me, it, it definitely is a game changer when you speak life and positivity. It definitely makes things different. It makes life happier and more enjoyable. It really does when we're focusing on the good things. So yes, I am thankful for a God who is able to transform our minds if we just let him. Absolutely. Transform and renew our minds and our spirits in him. I completely agree. And I think that that is um, something to be grateful for in itself and have a heart full of gratitude towards. Um, I also want to just share at the end of this, if you are fighting with depression or you are fighting with anxiety or you are fighting with um, anything that you feel like you are stuck in a pit and you can't come out, we are always here. You can contact us on social media. You can contact us through email, she sheds real light podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can, if you have our numbers, text us, whatever it may be, please do not do this alone. You are not in this alone. Um, and if we can't help you, we will help you because we obviously are not counselors. But if, you know, we, if we can't help you, we would help you find what you need to help you get out of what you are going through. And so know that we are not just here to pour out. We are also here to um, have relationship. Um, and, and we don't want anybody to feel like they are alone. So mm -hmm. thank you guys so much for listening and joining us and know that you are never alone. Yes. I'm glad you said that because a lot of times when you're in those situations, you do feel like you're alone and you have no one and it's hard to call out on that help, but it's good to know that there are people that care that have been in similar situations and that are there to lift you up and pray for you in time of need. So Yes, definitely. We are here for each one of you if you ever need anything. Yes. We appreciate y'all listening, and we can't wait to be back with you next week. All right. Talk to you guys next week. Yes. See you later. Bye. Bye.